Hello everybody, welcome back to RNRH Season 2, Episode 54. And today, Saturday, February 23rd, is random theme week. I mean, not week, but day. So, I know this thing tends to be a little bit too gainy. Trying to lower the gain, but still picks up a lot. Um, I don't know, today, mm, uh, after I finished the Resident Evil 1, uh, game, I had a weird kind of search for the, uh, live, live action actress, uh, Ines, uh, just cause, uh, She's one of the characters that pretty much it's the the one that most people play. It's one of the easier characters in Resident Evil when you first started uh, the game. She always pretty much had the e- easier time with Barry, always helping her out. Uh, you get the shotgun easier, you get lock picking, which makes everything else easier. Uh, I don't know if if it feels like it, the movements are faster or or you get a be- better equipment. I mean, you get a, a handgun, and I think on the other on Chris's, you only get a knife, which pretty much is screwed over. <laughs> so people tend to pick Jill to really enjoy the story of Resident Evil and follow through it and just really immerse himself on the story and not focus on surviving the game. So when I went to YouTube and uh, looked up a couple of uh, YouTube videos, a guy named W-H-A-N-G Wang and his mystery searching Inez and and some other guy that also uh, looked for it. I think his name is Toy Something in in the YouTube, but whatever. Uh, it's irrelevant right now. All, 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 everything is irrelevant right now because it's it's funny that the character that most people play and most iconic one out of out of most besides Wesker too but the character that most people relate Resident Evil 1 with it's such a mysterious uh, sort of background uh, I don't know exactly how it all goes down or but the videos pretty much say, oh, she was a kid. She, I'm pretty sure she might have been the youngest out of all the, the actors there. And some say she was from Canada. And some say, oh, um, they're pretty sure that her real name was Inez. Uh, as most of the other voice actresses, the names are... Our first name are actually the real first name. 
and they all pretty much work for the IMO uh, casting agency in Japan. And even though some some of them uh, were picked up here and there, and uh, I'm not sure how IMO does their business or how they cast, but it's pretty much vague information that would never give anything concrete. That <laughs> it it sounds funny, but it, in a way. A lot of people say that a lot of other people look alike to other other nations or like to other ethnicities. So let's say uh, a random ethnicity look alike. So let's let's say that Japanese people think that all white people look alike. That kind of bias also kind of hurts the uniqueness uh, and 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 helps a case to find in this in a way that if we ever actually find a way to search their hires in a way make it public or something which would be very weird but uh we would find all the actors just 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 uh uh, the headshots, let's say that, that would look similar in a way that, oh, maybe this is an S or maybe this is an S and it's, it's not, it's never going to actually come through and, and puts another layer of, of difficulty in a way uh, that I know uh, IMO is kind of a company that hires uh foreign uh talent so i'm pretty sure since it's it's uh kind of a standard uh to use them that they'll have a lot of uh foreign uh uh cast that look very similar to each other and I just I just don't know. And also one of the narrators, the, the guy that does the narrating, um, in one of the videos, uh, they were saying, oh, how, oh, yeah, that, that she she was a child, pretty much a high schooler that kind of did not want to be there. It's just something that, like, it's just the most iconic one is the one that pretty much wanted the least involvement in it it's funny I just think it's funny because they kind of uh, Resident Evil 1 Resident Evil 2 and then Resident Evil 3 she's back in the gameplay Resident Evil 4 is Chris... No, it's, I mean, um, Leon. Resident Evil 5, it's Chris. And then Jill's still there, though. But, like I, like I said, it's one of the more iconic 
characters that a lot of people played and a lot of people associated to. Even in the, I guess, yes, even in, in the movies, I know that the movies are pretty bad. They're, they're somewhat entertaining. But they always also follow that Jill was the first one to show up. Chris showed up in like the fourth movie in. So, I don't know. Well, that was random because I just, just wanted to be like, huh, I wonder well, who is she? I mean, she's pretty pretty much uh, an iconic person that started this entire thing. I mean, the gameplay and the overall story started the game's popularity, but she was one of the ones that, you know, because of her enrollment, uh, in, <clears throat> involvement in... I can't even speak anymore. Is, is involve, involve, involvement? Is that, is that a word? I don't know anymore. I'm having a brain fart. But her role in there uh, was a major part of the game that... <laughs> I don't know. But what else is there? Anything weird besides that? I mean, I really want to play Resident Evil 2 Remake, but I don't know. I'm going to try to finish Resident Evil 2. So there's going to be another gaming thing on Thursday. And tomorrow there's going to be a recap, which I don't think I did anything on Thursday or Wednesday. What did I do on Wednesday? I don't know. Well... Tomorrow, maybe, there'll be another recap. I mean, besides, uh, I just wanted to say something about also the Venezuelan situation. And I hear, I hear a plane. Hmm. It's taking off. Making a big noise. I need, I need to soundproof this room. Just, just fill it up with foam where was I? home that's where I was I am home oh yeah the Venezuelan stuff I don't know it's just crazy that um, I guess the humanitarian aid is being blocked and in a way, I don't know if also Russia is sending humanitarian aid. And I don't know if that humanitarian aid is being allowed uh, while others is, are being pushed away. In a way, no humanitarian aid should ever be pushed away or, or favor one over another. They should all be taken in. But I guess... The bias or the uh, intentions of of the person giving that aid or the places giving that aid kind of kind of uh, uh, not fault pretty much 
Uh, I'm just drawing blanks on words now. <laughs> Defeats the purpose. There you go. Defeats the purpose of it. Because if the Russian regime or the Russian government or whatever you guys want to call it, the Russian aid is accepted because oh they support the communist uh, agenda or the uh, the Venezuelan uh, uh, regime of Maduro or anything like that, then then it's 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 bad intent. It's intended that pretty much. Uh, doesn't support and doesn't uh, help Venezuela grow. But on the other hand, the American or the Colombian or the Brazilian or any other uh, country giving aid, even though some of them, they say that, oh, no, it's just for aid. They kind of want to break that agenda and kind of want to uh, quote on, uh, quote unquote liberate the people and and overall the the state from their that regime it kind of defeats the purpose that it shouldn't be about the government it should be about helping the people and you know they say oh well if we help the 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 structure the overall uh, the overall system we won't need any more aid, which is pretty much a, a great thing to do. Then while Russia doesn't really, I'm guessing, doesn't really look at it that way. They, oh yeah, the system's fine. We're just giving them aid because they're they're going through a crisis. At least Russia actually got the aid in. I mean, if you have to put away all your... Um, your ideals and, and views and just focus on making sure that the the resources get to the people that need them. Just put everything, put all your views away and make sure that the person that received, that is accepting them actually accepts them or lets them in. The person, the gatekeeper is like, oh no, because of this, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to go through. But, I don't know. Oh well. That's all, that's all I have for a random day in RNRH. It's more kind of a weird, <laughs> or weird uh, theme. Just jumping all over the place with a mystery and then a political kind of uh, view on the world. Well, um, I'm just going to end it there. See you guys tomorrow on RNRH Season 2, Episode 55. Take care.